Hello, uh, Scroobius Pip here. This is weird, isn't it? This is an intro and warning before the intro and warning that come before the drunk cast. Um, these these conversations, it's a three-part thing, were recorded not this past Sunday, the Sunday before. Obviously, a lot has happened in between those in between those times. It was originally scheduled to come out um, last week. But I decided it felt more appropriate and more important to reissue the Killer Mike episode and the Akala episode. There's, there was tons I could have chosen from. The Black Lives Matter episode obviously j- jumps out as well. Um, but yeah, it felt more appropriate to put them out at that time and hold the drunk cast back here. But I wanted to pop up and explain the kind of timeline because obviously, as said, a lot has happened in that period. But I really appreciated getting to do this this drunk cast. I love everyone involved and I loved that we could have a safe and open space to discuss heavy things and to talk absolute nonsense and get drunk and be silly wallies it was the loveliest moment in these incredibly unusual and exhausting times but yeah just wanted to explain that big love to everyone um who's listening and everyone out there uh yeah figuring out how this new normal can be any anything near normal and where it can't go back to normal anyway let's get on with the drunk cast welcome 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 this is part two of the isolation drunk cast with jade adams and rich wilson and of course chris glasson and Stu whiffin you're all here after the the uh, cliffhanger ending of episode one so um yeah i'll let you get straight into it really um as mentioned previously part three which is the messiest of the parts in fact in part three there's tears from both jade and i um so that's good that's that's something to look forward to and as previously mentioned no pod bible magazine out on sunday is it on sunday or monday it's on monday (laughs) it comes out on mondays um Anyway, here's part two, and part three of this will be out at midnight. And uh, again, as previously mentioned, along with the warnings of potential drunk content, I will warn there is, you know, a varied level of sound quality, but Buddy Peace has made it sound amazing all the same. This is the third isolation drunk cast of this weird year, and it's episode 328 of the Distraction Pieces podcast. Greetings, Distraction Pieces listener. Uh, that means you. Uh, hello, this is producer Buddy Peace. Just a little check-in ahead of the episode. Sorry to bother you, sorry to disturb, but this, this won't take long. Just wanted to give you sort of a, a quick little post-it note about the quality of the audio for this episode. In regular situations, we'd have uh, a separate recording for each guest, uh, but it just so turned out that we didn't have that uh, for reasons many and various. But um, yeah, basically, in the end, we had a mix which the Zoom app gave us, sort of spits out at the end, of uh, everyone together. What isn't great about that is that you can't kind of treat each voice uniquely so you can't, you know, like if, if one voice is a bit brighter than the other one and, you know, you, you sort of can't adjust them individually. So you might hear a little bit of disparity in the voice qualities. Um, I did what I could. It's entirely listenable. 
you know, you should be able to make out all the words and everything everyone's saying. But um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's not it's not super incredible, but give it a minute or so, your ears will adjust and forgive you, and uh, all will be well. Um, so yeah, I hope you understand why I took my pip approved chance to chime in at the start i just sort of wanted to jump out of the shadows from where i do all the mixing and whatnot and just give you a little heads up on all of that it's a total joy of a podcast so yeah please enjoy and thanks for listening to me talk about specific stuff all right on with the episode Mate, you, you, I've, I've been, I've had a point I need to, to, to bring up at some point, and yeah. it's the, it's the least mood lightning thing ever. So go ahead, I'll bring okay. it up later into part two. But go, all right, go then. You <laughs> haven't even now, told me about this, Rich. Well, I'm now, not, I think his name was about Gary. Gary I think his name's Martin. His name's Martin Gad. So we used to go. We used to go to Mine, Cyprus. Ma- Martin, Martin Gad. It's, it's yeah. pronounced glitter. <laughs> oh no i hate to break it to you pip but um <laughs> gary glitters oh shit man i'm sorry this is oh it's like telling the kids that santa doesn't exist gary glitter ain't his real name bruv i'm really what sorry. a piece of shit oh, what sorry, kind of man. prick would make up such a ludicrous <laughs> fake name done what about the glitters <laughs> <laughs> he spelt glitter correctly though Pitt, didn't he <laughs> he did he did <laughs> it's rhyming slang isn't it, isn't it? yeah um, <laughs> go on Rich but he's, 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 he's yeah Martin Gad I was, we used to go to Cyprus to do the decompression <laughs> gigs so when the troops would come back from Afghanistan they'd go to Cyprus so that they could have a few beers and unwind before. Uh, so, because what was happening, they were going straight home after being in combat, and then they were just taking it out on their families. So, so we all get we all get flown out to Cyprus to entertain these people and to you know keep them like lighten the mood a little bit. And they they kept coming up to me. They go, "Do you like Gary Glitter? Do you like Gary Glitter?" I'm going, "No, of course I don't. He's a he's a fucking paedophile." You know, Do you like Gary Glitter? And they kept doing it. They kept doing it. And then this fella turned up and he went, "I'm Gary Glitter's cousin." And I looked, <laughs> and he pulled his face, and I went, you fucking are. He looks exactly like no. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with blonde hair. He's got blonde hair. And, he'd show, and then he showed me his ID, Martin Gad. And I went, oh, my fucking God. I went, have you, so what happens? Did you see him at Christmas? He went, no, nah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Madness, man. I mean, was oh, yeah. he was he a squaddy or was yeah, he like? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 sorry, we can't have Gary, but we've got his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come. <laughs> you know the words. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, it was a squaddy. Yeah, squaddy. That's a that's a. Uh, this is right. Okay, so this is me meandering from what we were discussing. So, have you guys seen the Joker? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the scene where he's on the stairs. Yeah. Rock and roll part two, bitches. Yeah, it's a fucking banging tune. So what Banger. did you feel about that? Talk, talk to me. How did you feel? When you watched that, what went through your head? I <laughs> sat there. I, the first time I've seen I saw it a couple of times. First time I saw it, I was sat there and I'm like, that's... And I said, I was with my mate and I went, that's fucking Gary Glitter. He went, no, nah, it can't be, it can't be. I went, that's fucking, that's yeah. Gary Glitter all day long, I'm yeah, fucking yeah. telling you. And he said it was, I can't remember, some other glam rock band. I went, no, 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 no. He's going, no, oh, that's the sweet or something. 
Yeah. And then we came out and we Googled it. And we just say, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I know his cousin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got his laptop. Um, <laughs> so he went, so it's, and then, but then you read into it and it said, like, Gary Glitter didn't write it. Um, so he gets none of the, he gets it's none not, of the royalties from it. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah. And yeah. so you kind of go, all right, that, yeah, I can, yeah. And you, it made me feel better about the whole thing. Yeah, it, that, at that time, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this is such a brilliant movie. And and it works so well, doesn't it? With his it's, breakdown it's and that. And that was always brilliant. a banger. Like, don't get me wrong. I always thought that song, I loved that song. I thought it was yeah. good. But then all, you become, can you separate the art from the artist? Rah, rah, rah. Mm. But I went, I ended up with that same conclusion, Rich. Like, I Googled it. He's not getting any money from it, I thought. Yeah. It really worked for the scene. Yeah. And he doesn't uh, really sing on it. He does a bit. And it, when it, and it, now it sounds like we're all like, oh, well, no, it's fine. You know, we're not, we're not for one minute pushing to one side the atrocities of Gary Glitter and, the, you know, what he did. But you kind of go, all right, yeah, because it's still, the song still exists and people still created this song. Gary Glitter sang exactly. on it, you know, and it's, and it's like. Yeah, exactly. All the people know, who worked yeah. on that. It's like a crazy thing, and you could take that into the Jackson thing. It's a, it's like fuck. Right? There's so yeah. many people who must guess, have busted yeah. their guts on that. Mate, there's a there's another yeah. four members of the Lost Prophets, and you think you pop. Yeah. Well, that's why they're called that now. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, that was excellent, Rick. <laughs> give you a clap for that. <laughs> but. That's there's there, yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? Like everybody else, all those, all, all the guys in the, the rest of the band. If, but the thing is, if you if you look at it, you look at your DVD collection, and you look at your look at all your records and your CDs, and when you trace it back, there's a, there's an atrocity connected to nearly everything, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, nearly yeah. everything, and it's going to get to the point, right? If you just chuck it all away, go right, I can't listen to that because that was connected to that. I can't watch that because that was connected to that. You're going to end up with a screwiest pit album. And even that is dubious because he knows me, Chris mate. is stupid. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> Give it 10 years, Rich. There's going to be <laughs> some <laughs> shit coming out. There'll be we'll something. About There'll it. be something. There'll be, what, what drunk cast? I never remember doing that. Exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's, I mean, it's completely true. And it, again, it should come down to individual comfort. Like, mm. I don't feel comfortable listening to R. Kelly. No. Because mm. of the shit that he's done. I can't enjoy that anymore. That's yeah. not me taking a moral high ground or a stance. That's me going, ugh. Nah, yeah. this feels feels wrong. Whereas that Gary Glitter track in the Joker, with hardly any vocal from him on, didn't cause a thing. Didn't no, make. And again, the, I, then um, you find out it's all the better that he's not earning a penny. Yeah. So it's this huge thing, iconic scene. He doesn't get fuck all out of it. It becomes all the more beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. huge Michael Jackson fan. Like huge. Yeah. I went through a period of mourning when he died and then went through another period of worse mourning when I finally admitted what it is that was constantly being told to me and haven't listened to a single song of his since and can. Mm. And every time I hear him, uh, I mean, it's easier when it's Jackson five because he's just a boy, but the stuff that he made when he was a, a, a consenting adult, uh, to the behavior that he had, it's just, it's, it's impossible, man. He's it's, you can't, I find it so hard. I, it's, and it's a tragedy as well, because he, he did mean a lot to so many people. All of us have been inspired by him in some way, um, because, you know, you just saw someone who just did it. It was the first time that happened, who just, like, became a global phenomenon. That's where I've said that. I've had a lot of gin. But it's a, re- and it's a, real, it's a real shame. It's a, it's, it's that, I, no, I wouldn't... I I wouldn't put that Gary Glitter song in the same breadth as uh, yeah. as 
as that but maybe someone will tell us that we're wrong but I, it's, it is a real shame when someone fucks up their... Like, it's like Louis C.K., man. I'm so sad about that. I'm so fucking sad that he did that. Like, what a... Fu- mm. like, how, like, you fucking wanker. The weird thing about that, Jade, is that... Because um, I love that sense of humour. I mean, I, 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 I can't help but be magnetised towards it. And I sometimes get annoyed at myself that I like the, the offensive stuff all the time and I can't have the more subtle... And I actually been getting more into that recently, but and then you like so you like and when you when you play someone like CK or Jezonic for the first time to people, you've got to get the right joke for them to yeah. then just start to get on board to realise that that you know they're all in on it, yeah. and then sort of like that happens and you're like, oh. But what happens now is I've I've seen I've watched a bit of CK since. Yeah. And you go fuck. He mentions dicks a lot. He mentions <laughs> yeah. masturbation right. a lot. Right. Like it's, it's every other joke, and you're like, fuck, I didn't even was, think about that. It's one of the things that my brother talked about as soon as it all came out. He kind of argued, he's like, that was always the joke he was making. Like, like he was always painting himself yeah. to be the person that he's now been revealed to be. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's I was not just defending it in that. any way, but it's like, this is what he was always saying. Here's, I'm this creepy scumbag. Yeah. And yeah. then it comes out, he's a creepy scumbag. And we yeah. all go, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is disgusting. It's it's interesting though as well because again, it's the it's yeah, completely. But it's It's the it's not. We didn't do that. We just love someone who was good at comedy. Like it's not our fault to like he wrote the one of the most perfect sitcoms I've ever fucking seen in my life. Like Louis was incredible. Yeah, Yeah, like the. And he and he immediately fucked it straight away. And it's not my fault for liking him because yeah. he's great, but he fucked it. And he has... And the worst bit about it is there's been... Not that we'd accept it at all because now for, it's, it's done. You have to have a zero tolerance policy with the sort of shit that he was doing. But, like, he hasn't even shown any remorse. No. What, yes, that's it, yeah. And I hope, what I hope happens to him is he's got two young girls and I hope when they're like, they get clever and older and they're like 30 and they turn around to their father and they fucking tell him because it's going to be the only women he listens to and it's, mm. it'll be a real shame for him that he couldn't let go of his ego until then. It goes back to that, like Cummings as well. Cummings didn't even apologise. If he'd have just gone, do you know what? I was caught Fuck up it. in it. I panicked. I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't think straight. And I went, right, my family there, I'm going to go to my family. Um, yeah, you're right, I fucked it. But Rich, he wasn't that's even my sorry. Issue, my biggest issue with politicians, and I've always had this with incorporations, is the inability to just go. It's not backtracking. It's to just no. go, oh, I, I I'm a human I being. The wrong thing there. I, yeah. I, I panicked. And it's not right. You know what? I've, 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 I've had an annoying counter to that. When I was in management at HMV, I, I had this security <laughs> guard. And... He would f- fuck up co- or just do things he shouldn't be doing constantly. Right. He'll, he'll wear the wrong stuff. And he'll always come in and I'd get him that's in for different. discipline and he'd always come and go, Pip, put my hands up to it. I fucked up. Yeah. And it's like the first couple of times you're like, good, he's admitting it. It's like, no. that, you, that, that's not a get out of jail free <laughs> no, no, You can't just come every no, time and go. And that because up until then, I was ex- exactly the same. I was like, just people admit it. And then he's like, you can't use that as your as, yeah. as your tool. It was no, that's so a competence issue in work yeah. when that happens. It's like yeah. the same thing is like always bringing in your personal shit into the office. It's like everyone's, you know, you want to have empathy for people and going through shit. But if every, for the, the whole 10 years they're at the office, they're constantly throwing the next thing about why they weren't in that day. It's kind of like, I mean, 
I don't want to be a cunt here, but like I, I'm paying you full pay, and I, I, I'm trying to run an organisation, and I can't keep. So there, there, there are lines, and that's the same thing, Pip. You can't always keep going. Sorry, did it again. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like John Jones in the it's in the in, in yeah. the in the mixed martial arts world. Well, like well, well, anytime well, anyone fucks up, you can go. You've had a nightmare there, man. But have you? On me and Dan Lassac in in the early days when things started to take off, and it got quite fracturous we he was we were we clashed a lot and he, he he speaks now how he was a tough person to work with at certain points um and there was a point where he would be late for everything every time and it got to a point where i said i'm not willing to hear the reason anymore yeah yeah and it it, it, it was harder for him because he just had to be late and it's just no you're just late i don't want to know the ins and outs yeah i just yeah. know that you're an hour late and that's it and it was it 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 kind of worked because it kind of was like right if you if you can't excuse it or justify it it gets to a point where you just stop being late. <laughs> I bet he was only half hour late and you was a hundred percent a half hour early. <laughs> yeah, that hundred percent. That never helped. Like we genuinely, when this was issue, we genuinely discussed that. I was like, I know that it's feeling worse for me because I'm early for everything. So you being twenty minutes late, I'm like I've been sitting there for forty minutes going fucking hell. But yeah, it is. I admitted my own faults there, Stu, and I put my hands up and said, "Look, <laughs> Jay, being do you wanna... early for something. Do you what? do that with your partner all the time? Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm early again. I'm sorry. Give me twenty minutes. Make Give me twenty mistake. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 20 minutes and I'll rectify the situation. <laughs> I can't do it straight away. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a superhero. <laughs> look, look, fair play, no excuses. It's, it's my fault. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put my hands up. I'm really sorry. I started me, half hour ago. I, I was going to say, I, I should have waited for you to get here. <laughs> um, well, Jade's terrible at fucking timekeeping, eh, Jade? I am very good and very generous in so many other fields like I have things that other people can't do in other fields and I do it for other people so I make up for my timekeeping you admitted it the other day you said because you're if you're with someone you can't tell them that you've got to go somewhere else I find it really hard which is going to sound like it's not it's not me but i'm able to tell people that i don't have an emotional relationship with that i don't like their behavior easy but anyone i have a emotion emotional relationship with i find it absolutely difficult as fuck to tell them except for rich tell them i this thing here i gotta do something else sorry i I find it really hard to make people unhappy like that rich is easy Drew and Crystal confirm it's my superpower. I'm the master of. I need to leave now. All of a sudden, it's like, like this, oh, like this smoke. Boff. It is. Often, it's gone. Uh, often, I'm really like often, pit, man. It's five for twelve. It's New Year's Eve, brother. Gotta go. Gotta go. 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 Yeah, often with no explanation. The last time all of us were together was in a pub for Stu's birthday, and we all got up to move on to another pub. And I was like. I've got to make a move, guys. <laughs> and it was seemingly out of nowhere, but I decided, no, I'm done with this. Um, <laughs> what, what, what must cut worse, though, mate, is no one argues with you. No, no, I love it. <laughs> no I one goes, no one, no one has ever said to you, ever, oh, I'll stay, but I'll make, oh, you've got to stay. Chris, you, got- <laughs> you know for a fact that that makes it all the more pleasing for me. You know a, a, a clean getaway is fucking heaven for me. Because I'm a big believer in it. I argue this all the time, is... 
we all have the loop or wolf perceptions of how essential we are to a gathering. Like, if, if you're all going down the pub and I'm not in the mood for one reason or another, I can just not go. Yeah. And everyone isn't going to be sitting again. Oh, I wish, oh, I wish Pip, Pip was, was here. here. But there's so many people who commit to social events that they don't want to do or aren't m- 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 mentally up to at the time or yeah. too knackered, but they go, I can't, I can't not go. And it's like, well, no, you can. No one's going to give a shit. That's my outlook on me. No, I completely time. agree, mate. And there's nothing more liberating than that. When you... Uh, Don't agree so quickly on no one all... giving a shit about me. Yeah, uh, and also, uh, can I just... Not too enthusiastic. Yeah. No, you still hear Pip. <laughs> can, can, uh, can I just clarify that uh, the rest of you did want to be at my birthday? Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, there was drinks and snacks there. And <laughs> drinks and snacks. <laughs> I'm very good. I do an Irish goodbye all the time. I'm not. I'm not the type of person that I just. Oh, what's I think, an Irish goodbye? Is it an Irish goodbye? Is just leave. Yes, yeah, ghosting. To, ghosting. I used to ghosting. love doing that. Yeah. Mm. I'm off. I just go I out don't... like Kaiser Soze. Fucking gone, mate. I was. Like, I just think. I just think we don't need all them. All them polite things we do yeah. where we say we're going to meet up and we don't. We can just make that happen if we enjoyed the interaction we just had. Yeah, your actions. Like, yeah. yeah I've been that. who I have. You've been who you have. Off I fucking go. <laughs> Sound like two Ronnies. And no, and the thing is, Jade, no one gives a fuck because, like, 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 it's not. Wow, well, that's not actually. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, are we, it's are we, people don't hold on. Hold on. It's not. Are we are still talking care. about my birthday party. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. It's not, it's not that people don't care about each other. It's that, like, I think what you're saying, Pip, is that, like, it's not, it's not that big a deal. It feels like yeah, it's okay. deal to you at the time. And when yeah. I realised that, it, was, it felt liberating to be like, yeah. I'm out of here. Or sometimes it'll get to the day and um, I'll just say, I'm just not up. I'm not up to it. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Fa- I don't fancy this. And, I, like, it's so easy because if me and you say that to each other, Pip, it's like, there's no second thought about that. It's just, are yeah. oh, we going to hang out? I just don't, I don't fancy it right now. So <laughs> Again, no it's, one cares. No it's one genuinely, it. it's, it's, I, I joked about it, it being my superpower, Jade, but genuinely, <laughs> Chris will know there's been times he said, oh, there's this film on, do you fancy going to see it? And I'll say, no, I'm going on my own. And, and literally, because <laughs> I, I know that he's going to want to go in the evening and there'll be crowds there, and I'm not a fan of big crowds in the cinema, and there's numerous different things, but because we know that, I'm like, no, I'm going to go at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, and I'd rather do that than wait until the evening and go with my mates. And we again, we're perfectly comfortable. It is yeah. genuinely my nice, superpower yeah. in being have, open and honest about that. Yeah, I have eaten still. in so many Michelin restaurants on my own since That's I got amazing. bougie. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, I, I want to eat Michelin food and people that I hang out with can't afford it. And I want to like, I, it's something that I really like doing. So I've got to be confident with doing it on my own. <laughs> I love it. And I also, I actually kind of sometimes don't want certain people there because they've got an annoying dietary requirements that normally I can tolerate. But when you're in that situation, you can't have vegetarian because they cook everything in pig. Yes, mate. That's yeah. <laughs> I went to Japan with my best mate and she couldn't eat anything because they cook everything in pork. Yes, it's my absolute dream. <laughs> I love it. Liberating. Well, it's such a nice feeling, that. And you, Other than the cinema, first time I went to the cinema on my own, I, love, I remember that. And even, like, I mean, I'm not quite that bougie, but I remember my first trip when I had to confess I had a problem with Nando's. And the first time I went to Nando's on my own, I felt slightly weird. And then I realised... I love it. I don't care. I've yeah, got yeah. no no issue with just letting everyone know I'm going on my own and 
I felt actually I went to see Deadpool two with a mate of ours. I love her dearly, but I had I was so excited to see it. I was like, oh, I'm gonna. This is an event. Yeah. So I got hot dog and I got I got nachos and I got the popcorn and it, and she didn't have anything and <laughs> and so I'm sat there like this fucking pig. I'm just shoving hot dogs in my mouth. I've got mustard and ketchup all down my front. I was covered in popcorn and all that. And she just sat there watching. It's good, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. So from that moment, I was like, I'm going on my own next time. Oh, me. With me. I'm a great cinema guest. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go on my own. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could come in there and hit you. I won't. No, because Jake, Jake's, you know, like, so Jake's like, so what, who's that fella? Like, what do you mean, who's that fella? Or what watching like... the same film. You've been watching I, the same I, film. I used to be <laughs> texting people and then leaning over. I remember, what was the film? Sunshine, Danny Boyle. And my mate would be texting his girlfriend. And then, uh, and it'd be, it'd be grating on me. And this was before big phones. Like, this was like a tiny phone, so the brightness wasn't too bad. And then he'd be like, he'd lean over and go, you following this? And I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, yes, Ben, I'm, I'm watching the movie. And he'd be like, <laughs> I was like, you? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like a couple of minutes later, he'd be like, who's that? And I'd be like, that's the bad guy for fuck's sake. Like, what have you been doing? Oh, what's been happening now is there'll be a problematic bit and then Jade, Jade would lean over and just go, well, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> like, uh, can we wait till after? Can what he's talk talking about, about is when I fucking sit and watch a, a movie and every single female character in it is something that someone fucks or someone oh, yeah. who doesn't have an opinion on something. Yeah. I'm fucking sick and tired of it. Yeah, yeah but you can do that later. <laughs> no. Don't do it, it now. <laughs> I'm on your side. All of the movies that I've always loved, they all have great female leads in it. Like Forrest Gump has a great female lead, has loads of great female leads in it. What are you talking about? She she fucking walked all over him. No, but Sally Field. <laughs> she kept fucking coming back and she fucked off and she came yeah, but back. She was complicated. And at the end of the day, yeah, but that's about Forrest. She was complicated. No, no, no. They she was being a typical com- bird and she fucked <laughs> off. I am joking. I'll tell you why she's amazing because she had AIDS. And still they had, and still they had sex, oh, and more. she never gave him AIDS. <laughs> that's that's yeah. incredible. Like well, if that, you watch that, the movie, it's it's very left that. Well, I think that she that does have um, kids. How does that? No, because she had the baby first, and then she got AIDS. Well. Oh, I'll give you a little bit of schooling on how you catch AIDS, if you like. <laughs> Go on. Let me get my pen and pad, No, you have to look at my. You have to uh, listen to my podcast, uh, Insane in the Membrane, with John Sizzle. He's explained. He explained exactly how he became HIV positive. It's wow. not it's, as it's, easy yeah, as, no, as, no. as as the media likes to scare us yeah, into, but it is still true. a problem. But like, it's. It's not like as simple as like you can like you know that's such a nineties way of going. It, you yeah. just, that guy licked me. What if he's got it? It's not like that. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it would. The thing is, it would be a problem for Chris because of all the Willie problems he's had in the last few years. So he has a lot of open wounds. During very 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 hard rubbing intercourse with no lubrication. Oh my god! Open wounds. Open wounds are not words, but you should connect. You shouldn't start a sentence with "is Willie" and then "open wounds." That's horrendous. Trust me, the words that he uses to describe his cock, I've only ever heard in a quick fit garage, and you just think (laughs) nobody should describe their penis as part worn. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Retread. 
What about vaginas, well, guys? What about them, eh? What about, <laughs> yeah. what about them? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bannies, bannies, lovely vaginas, lovely well, vaginas. Well, well, now we've brought the mood up. I'm going to uh, bring <laughs> oh, my mood it. killer. Okay. Um, oh, no, no, do we have to? Because I was going to yeah. talk about something nice. And I was going to no, ask, I was going to ask Jade something about fannies. Go on, go on, Stu. Oh, go on, Stu. Um, Jade, so in um in the bedroom, and I know that I've also got your partner here on this podcast <laughs> as well. I'm in the bedroom. Oh, look, that's where I'm at. I love that wallpaper. In, nice, in, in the throes of passion, mm-hmm. should you want to describe the lady garden, what word works? Because for me. It feels like it's going to be multiple choice. Right. <laughs> okay. Is it A? I keep going, Chris. In, in the throes oh of passion, God. what word no, is I'll appropriate? Do, I, want that, I want that. Who wants to be a millionaire? Chris, what word? Rat. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. Because I think if you use 50 the, 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 the pussy word, it sounds porno and American. No, it doesn't. I think pussy's great. Yeah, yeah. I like pussy. Yeah. What about lady place? No, fuck. Well, mm, let me finger your lady place. No, 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 no. I mean, you... great. Pussy's like, you've got a... I don't, I don't think, like, yes, you think of it as porn because of the porn that's available to straight men. But um, when you are a female, there's a different type of porn and pussy can be used in a really sort of positive way. And also it's the least like like badge or twat or you know <laughs> like minge or it's Ooh, like minge. it's like pussy's a like pussy's wicked like a pussy cat sorry chris chris as jade was saying that you was you was literally at your highest eyes are uh, half closed in concentration nodding like yeah absolutely you a moment before that gone rat <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that, that's just because i know it's it's that silly word that we, we, we find hysterical. But in terms of what I find like an, a, a nice word for it, I think pussy... I don't know when it comes up in the... I don't know when it comes up in the when you're in the throes of passion while you're asking about it. Why are you... Is, can, is, can I have is, a look no, at it? Is, is, I'm not saying like... Um, oh, by the way, what, what are we calling this? What is this? Can we just stop a minute? What... <laughs> if I may interject, <laughs> what are we doing? Um, what are am, I, that? Am, am I in your pussy? Or... <laughs> so I, don't wanna, I, I take just want to clarify, I don't want any problems. Like you're writing an email, like you're writing an email. <laughs> Dear Jade Adams. <laughs> oh, God, you sound like my father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, um, yeah, I don't know when it comes up when you could go, you go, oh, depends you what the if, thing is. Do you, like, if I, do you mind if I, depends if you're a talker. Do you yeah. wonder if I have a go on that? <laughs> Most of you lot are a fucking talker. You love a little fucking... You love a bit of story time. Fucking Oh, right. hello, hello. Nothing better than a story. <laughs> you Nothing better than you a story. Lot. It's not just rich. Every guy I've ever fucked wants to fucking tell All it. All right, mate. Have a fucking story, Jack and Nori. <laughs> I thought you were a virgin before us I met you. Us girls love it all, like, sort of passionate and lots of breath and all of that. You, you lot want a fucking mate, soliloquy. Mate, I've got a stutter. <laughs> I can't last through a story. <laughs> Ah, my erection's gone, Pip. We have to start again. You're not talking, though, are you? We have to do it. We do it for you. This is. A, I. I say a lot of women that are listening to this will agree with me that we are more. There's more than several occasions in our our dating history have had to 
talks uh, sexually and like you have to, you know, and it's, it's yeah, fun. But every time, every time we go to Bristol, every time we go to <laughs> Bristol, we drive around, you give me a guided tour where everywhere you got fingered. Yeah, but I ain't got your cock in my hand whilst I'm doing that. <laughs> oh, but, that's a good point. Well put, actually. Yeah, I'll stand down, stand down, stand down. I think for um, my, my female partners, I think talking, I, I, because I, I think men are a bit simpler. I think we can all agree on that, especially sexually. I don't think it's as... I would totally disagree. They're all very different from each other. Yeah. It's, really? You are a, 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 like it is a I, and I can say this safely as a woman who has yeah. had a lot of sex with a lot of different sexual all right, partners. Mate. Right, mate. Like right. <laughs> Not tons, but enough to get a mean average. Um, <laughs> and I and you're mean all average. That's, that's a great title. Mean average. That's the title of the book. That's the title of your sex tape. <laughs> The mean average. <laughs> Not a lot of chubby women talking openly about their sex lives. I'm, I'm fucking breaking boundaries here, guys. Chew that. Right, so, so you think, because I've, I've often said that, like um, being with a new female partner, it's like a new map in terms of what sexually works. You're all different as well, just like wow. us. Wow, wow. I completely agree. I, I always wow. used to get annoyed. Again, when I worked in HMV, they'd, this sounds like such a we were crazy, but there'd be some wild nights out. And after it, in 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 in, in, in you never worked there, mate. You just go to Rumble me. with Tower Records. <laughs> no, but there'd be on on nights out the brush or whatever. Certain people would pair up, blah blah blah. And it used to annoy me that there would be a typical kind of like office style lads all talking about what they did. And Chris will confirm it. I've never been one for that. There's times. He's told me stuff he's been up to, and I've shown so little interest. It's verging on offensive. But it's, again, you've not, you've not never... said anything. But you're, no, your I just sit there and go, "All right, yep, okie doke." Um, oh, <laughs> it's exciting sometimes to tell this. But the thing that would get me would there'd be someone in and they'd be telling the story and saying how sh- shit this girl was in bed and how it was was rubbish. And the thing that would always annoy me is what Chris touched upon. There is there's two people in there. Yeah. So what you're saying is that you were shit in bed last yeah. night because yeah. it, it's not as as Jade said. Every male and every female has different complication levels. I know I've had periods where I've slept with a few girls. And I'm thinking I'm an absolute stud, and then I sleep with a girl, and it's a fucking yeah. We, we can't click at all. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like I feel like a useless, yeah. nervous teenager again because yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I thought I was good in bed. Turns out I'm awful. But it's because people are different, and yeah, it used and to always also, annoy me that, people, that that men in particular would have that. Oh, she's a shit shag. It's like you're slagging yourself you off. Yourself off, definitely, definitely. You don't. You didn't know how to please her and make her a good yeah. shag or make the, the pair Se- of you a good shag. Sex is all about communication, and and that and that a good sex is that's exactly. I mean, you've already good. told us that with your stories with Rich. <laughs> I, think, I think Jake, that was what I was going to come to. Is um um forgive the pun. Is that like I, I found that talk like. Talk, conversation and talking to girls as uh, in sex, not going, oh, do you like that then, do ya? But actually, like, t- saying things that turn a girl on is like, as like, it, it, it contributes to so much of what, what you're doing physically. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. There's been a few I, times I've said a few stories, Jade. I seem to remember <laughs> starting, oh, it was a dark and stormy night. A long time ago <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when in Rome. <laughs> you see, you see, you see, Chris, I wasn't you, you went to it. Star Wars, I went to Count Duckula for some reason. 
blood. Well, I, I wasn't criticising it. I was just merely pointing out that it happens a lot. But, like, you know, when you're in Rome, when in Rome, guys, you just fucking get out of the stories, proper, don't you? Have a fucking chinwag, mate. But it like it's, it's there's also uh, I'll tell you something and I think this is a real tip. Have you guys seen normal people? Yeah, so that's what I've I watched, watched before watched people started taking my mate. That's what I wanted to talk about, Jade. It's have you watched it? I'm guessing you have. I've watched I've watched a chunk of it, Jade. Oh, yeah, so good, so it good. It is. If any man wants to know yeah. how we want to have sex. Watch normal people. I complete. I I, I I was blown away by it, Jade. I, I can't so believe passionate. how good. A performance Rich, between those two people. <laughs> <laughs> Got gold chain on, babes. I'll have a few more of these, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I was bawling my eyes out. And, and during isolation, we've talked about on previous Drunkcast what we've been up to. But me and Molly have been watching, watching more movies that sometimes we, we, we were on our list that we haven't bothered. And I, I, I get, I've been in tears about five, six times now with films, mm. and, uh, with TV shows, and there's so many normal people. I was just like... I've not finished crying about that. Like I've got, like, like I, I like, had a bit, bit of a weep at the end, and it was like, there's so much in that. I, I, I've not quite finished with it, and I'm yeah. not saying for anyone who hasn't watched it yet, if it's happy or sad, I think it's beyond genius. And I it's think beautiful. how it's not how sad. Nuanced, yeah, how nuanced that performance is between both of them is incredible. Yeah. It, it's just, it's beautiful, and it, I don't think it's a negative thing, or it, I don't think it's sad or anything. I think it's an, a snapshot of these two falling in love yeah. with each other and the passion they have between the, us and the confidence that the two of them have in that passion as well, which is the thing that I think it speaks to so many people because all of it, that's the, that's the thing. It's like the, the, where we get back to when we were talking about what shit sex is. Shit sex is two people not being able to communicate. Yeah. These two are normal people. That's all they fucking do. Yeah. Baby, yeah, it <laughs> and it's so hot. It is. And it's again, really like, hot. J- it's fucking hot. J- Jade talked about how <laughs> it's important that people are comfortable talking about sex, particularly yeah. women, and there shouldn't be any shame. In I know we joked about it because rich. We and there shouldn't know. be any shame. Scroob, it ain't about we talk about sex all the time. It's about you fucking lot. But but but, but that's what I mean. <laughs> Both genders talking yeah. about it equally, and and, yeah. and there shouldn't be any shame in a yeah. woman or a man who's had a lot of sex and all these things. But equally, there shouldn't be any shame in people not being able, certain people not being able to communicate sexually. Like, like I've, I've had that before and I've not felt, oh, that was a, a, a failure or I should be ashamed. Like, oh, we didn't click. We didn't have the right language and right. I couldn't read what she wanted. She couldn't read what I wanted or so on and so forth. And that's okay as well. But it's understanding that these things are there and there's there's two people in the, that's te- in that's the conversation. That's terrifying when you... When you... When you... It's different in a relationship, oh. obviously. In a relationship, yeah. you need yeah. to find that. Yeah, that's, of course. that's important. But in a, if it's a more casual situation, it's kind of like, well, there you go. I, it is what it I is. I think that's terrifying when you're young as well, all these things. Sex as a whole thing is, is absolutely terrifying. And, 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 yeah. and like, as, so I, I can only speak from my perspective, but like, I, I was so worried about the size of my dick and stuff like that growing up. And I ended up having torsion. So as I was going through puberty, I had to get rushed to hospital and had to get my nuts out for about four or five student doctors all prodding my testicles, which was wow. an absolute nightmare. So yeah, I, I probably I got imagine. over it quicker than others. But, and then I speak to my girlmates and they're like, can you imagine what it's like to like how, you know, the, the sort of like the, the pressures yeah, and fears it. we're under for all yeah. that, all that. It's a nightmare. And then add the physicality for both sexes onto what you're saying there, the communication. It can go wrong or it might not work out. And I think 
as you get older, if you're lucky, sometimes you can sort of like grow past that, grow acceptance and understanding of it didn't work out that time. And, you know, and, and not have the shame of, re- that, 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 you know. No, no if, you're, if you're being a complete ignoramus and treating the other partner like shit, now they're shit in bed. That's a different, that's a whole different sort of kettle of fish. But understanding, okay, that might have not worked out that time and not have to beat yourself up over it is, uh, is quite important, I think. Yeah, I, 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 again, it's interesting. I, it, the, the developing the comfort to have those discussions, to, have to express your fears, your uncertainties. I always remember years back, a gay mate of mine was asking a lot if, if, if I would be up for having some, some gay fun with him. And because he knew an ex of mine and he'd heard good reviews. And again, number one, it was, it was, oh, that's it. That's what I was going to say. Number one, I said to him, number one is very much, it might read like a five star review, but it's, it's a, it's a three or four at best. Um, but Go on, trust was, Yeah, yeah ex- ex- exactly. Ask around, get a, ask a wider pool. But I kind of said to him as well, I was like, number one, I'm as far as I've noticed or felt in my life, I'm, I'm heterosexual. I've, I've never had that traction. But number two, it was exactly thinking of that a communication thing. I was like, I wouldn't know where to start, mate. Literally, <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. I wouldn't I would, know yeah. the beginning. I'd like, oh, I, I'm not ready to go back to being an absolute novice <laughs> at, uh, at something that's so crushing to your soul and emotion. So I would, I would the, yeah. Even if yeah. the urges were there, I'd probably be like, no, no, I feel... I feel at least I'm comfortable at my at my level now in heterosexual. Uh, <laughs> I would sex. give so, a terrible <laughs> blowjob. Yeah. I've never done it before. It's like driving a car. If you haven't done it before, you're gonna you're gonna track you're gonna crash it into the bushes, isn't you? You've mate, got to... mate, I gag cleaning my teeth. I don't. I do. I do. Yeah. Genuinely. So many of my girlfriends have been like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "I'm, I'm gagging." They're like, "You would be crap at getting in." <laughs> That's what Jade says. I, she hears me in the bathroom. She goes, "You'd be shit at gay." And I'm like, "It's <laughs> <laughs> utter bullshit." When you're expected to try and get that thing as far down your throat as you can. Fucking right. Call it the thing. Uh, and he can't even so fucking brush say, his own so teeth. So we've decided for female on. Pussy and for male, that thing, right? So I'm glad we've cleared up. <laughs> it's done. I'm glad we've cleared up the bedroom. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't now racism, but we've cleared that up. I think. Big hard dick, uh, wet pussy. There you go. <laughs> and and that thing, if we're if we're referencing it historically, yeah. <laughs> in the Get moment, specifics in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not cleaning my mouth with that thing. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> so. Um, I don't know who to move on to. I was going to ask Chris about. I, I, I'm going to get my 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 down a moment out of the way. Okay, go on. Oh, was that it's, not it? But, no, no. It's 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 because there's a story in it that I want Jade to hear because I think sh- she'll like it. But I had um, a death in the family this week, and oh, mate, it's really sad because we can't go to the funeral because of the restrictions. It's it's it was Martin Lynn who's in Scotland, and the restrictions are stricture in scotland at the moment so oh sorry man it's it's, no, it's, it's fine it, yeah, you know sorry, it is what man. it is there's there's a lot of bad shit going on it's more heartbreaking for my mum because she was like it's 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 actually my mum's cousin but we're all very close so she's an aunt or whatever and it's heartbreaking for my mum to not be able to go up because she has been her supporter for so many years and lynn would come and stay here but the reason it came to mind is i think 
Jade would have loved my Aunt Lynn. I think I might have mentioned her when we did the podcast, actually, but she's, she, uh, she's a, a real sc- sc- Scottish woman. A great example of her is she's lived in Edinburgh her whole life. And when I did my Fringe show in 2012, it was the first Fringe show she's ever been to because she's had no interest in that arts, arty, poncy nonsense that literally to live somewhere where there's all this on constantly. But the story that I've always loved is, and this is going to make my family sound so ridiculously Essex, but after my parents had split up, my dad got with my mum's best mate, which again, is this is all very Jeremy Carl. It's not. It was, it was, years, it was years later. It was all friendly and it was all fine. But the Christmas after my dad had got with Jackie, who again is a wonderful woman. She's, there's no weirdness there. My mum was fine with it. We're all understanding. But Lynn was down from, from Scotland for Christmas. And my dad, you know, he wants to, to pop round and see his sons on Christmas Day because we live with my mum. And he brings Jackie and Lynn's head just spun round like the angriest, like Rottweiler you've ever seen. And through gritted teeth, she was like, hello, Jackie, like, oh, oh, you, are you having a good, good, good Christmas? And we literally ended up having to take her in the kitchen and lock her in the kitchen because she was saying, I'm going to headbutt her. I'm going to headbutt her. She's coming <laughs> to your house, your house on Christmas Day where you're doing Christmas dinner. And, and it was just such a, it was such a beautiful, positive memory that we literally had to, to lock her in the kitchen because she was going to headbutt. In, in defense of my mum, who was fine with it, and was like, hello, Jackie, how are you? This is lovely. Oh, I've got you a little present. But Lynn was like having absolutely but none that of it. Can. She was, she was, she was, but yeah, it was just a proper, sh- a, a, a beautiful uh, moment of her loyalty to my, <laughs> to my mum. So yeah. You are very are nice. You frozen, yeah. But yeah, sorry, no. sorry, Pip, about that, man. That's, it's that's all good. News. Again, Rich is down. Just things. to let you know, Rich is frozen. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, he's he's oh, frozen oh, with yes. a smile on his face, though. <laughs> he's just come into me, so he's just going to uh, sign back on. Rich, I'll just um, turn it off and on again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the classic. But again, it's the best it version of Rich, though, isn't it? That's the best version there. Look yeah. at that. Look at he's his smiling. Face. He's Look beaming. He's a happy boy. But yeah, yeah, that, looks like, that looks like on the back of a. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Funeral service, a bitch, He was a happy yeah. person. Oh, Everyone had a heart attack while listening to Pip talk about <laughs> talk about a death in the family during a pandemic. Oh, brilliant! Uh, I love it. But but um, she uh, sounds like an absolute legend, mate. Yeah, yeah, she's a proper good one. But um, again, it's it's one of the it's. It's an illustration of the different things that that people are having to, to face in this fucking weird time. Because, yeah, how mad is that? That that you can't go to a funeral of someone, and yeah. Well, it's, I don't know. It's a really odd scenario. It, it wouldn't stop some people. If you look at bloody South End yeah. Seafront or fucking. Well, that's one I mean, of the I things. So, I was so upset by that. Like I, I saw those pictures of South End Seafront, and you know what? I couldn't help but. I, I started slagging off, you know, where I come from, and mm. and being like, "I'll oh, fucking trust us to be like being on the on the on the front page or, and doing these sort of yeah. things." And then, and you know what? Then I, I drove um, back into London after a, a big family barbecue that I'd arranged. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I drove back into London and drove through Greenwich, and it was fucking rammed. 
and I was like, "Is everyone has everyone gone mad or something?" Oh, that's oh, that's one of the things I was going to ask Jade and Rich if he ever unfreezes. But maybe you're all right. He'll <laughs> be there in a minute. But you're overlooking it all, Jade. How's how's that been? Because you can kind of look out your window and see if people are misbehaving uh, or acting inappropriately, or or if it's kind of a bit of 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 exaggeration and and catching the right angles and stuff. I don't think I ever want to blame people when they're reacting to something because this has been hard for so many people. Mm -hmm. What I do want to say is that this isn't the fault of these people. This is the fault of the uncertainty of our government during all of this. Like there's been so much, there's been so many vague things that they've told us to do that this is the reaction to it. But the day we had a stringent rule from Boris, we all sat there, we listened and we didn't criticize but we haven't had that since and it's That's all been it. a bit vague. And I, um, my theory for the reason why, uh, for the vagueness now is number one, there are a bunch of ball bags and they all shouldn't be in these jobs. But number two, I think because we don't know what the reaction is going to be like this, I think they're probably guinea pigging the entire situation to see what will happen. Like what yeah. happens if people get a little bit lapsed? Because what they'll, what they'll do, if they notice a huge spike, they'll do the same thing and they'll put us all away. But if they keep doing that thing, then that will have no gravitas. So if, you know, we have Boris on the screen when we want to, we had him, we, we shortened the peak or whatever it was mm. called, whatever that thing, we, we lessened that then they're trying to reintegrate everyone together by being vague, make, letting people make their own choices and their own decisions yeah. about stuff. And people are. And I've been in London Fields Park and people were social distancing. Yes, there was a massive group of people that weren't, but most yeah. of the people in the park yeah. were all six feet away from each other. And people are doing it. Some fucking idiots aren't. South End, obviously. <laughs> the, but if you probably go to the beach, there'll be loads of people social distancing. They'll be yeah. six feet apart from each other. But on those angles that they take photographs in, it doesn't look like that. Mm. But it's not the fault of the people doing it. It's the fault of the government. But also the government at the same time are, don't, know, don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, well, no I think, one does. I There's think no... again, that's, that's perfectly kind of articulated because it goes back comparable to the the riots if you're angry at people b- burning down c- cities be angry at a policeman who killed a black person if you're angry at people on the Here beach be angry be angry at a government who haven't given clear instructions so people do think oh we can go and meet up and we can meet I, six I, people I, I think, that government are still murkier than that <laughs> <laughs> we've had a cat invasion Oh. I think it's murky. I think like, because I do believe that. But I do think there's individual agency, but also, gov- what does the government expect when they do give vague things? The, gov- the government and the media, because yeah. again, every time there's about to be an announcement, there's ten articles about what the announcement is probably going to be, and then that makes everyone. And uh, they did it at the bank holiday weekend before. There's going to be an announcement on Monday, and all the papers write it's going to be that we're allowed to do this, we're allowed to do that. And then people start going, well, if we're going to be allowed to do that, they start acting as if it's yeah. all okay. And it's, then, it's, again, yeah. you do get all the people saying it's a, it's a myth, it's exaggerated. It's, it's, the, it's the, 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 the never-ending waterfall of information, again. Mm. All, oh, all these different similar. people saying what's true and what's not. No one knows what's true, not even the scientists mm. or anyone. They're trying to work it out. But the problem is with, it, with diseases like this or viruses like this, 
um, it's, a virus, it's a virus, isn't it? Viruses yeah. like this is we, we have to wait to see. We have to wait to see how we han- handle it because we don't know how it's going to behave, what it's going to do. They're, they're reticent to tell, tell us in, information about it. So it's left for us to sort of hypothesize with each other. There's some idea that people that smoke cigarettes don't develop the cough. We noticed it in our household. There were two, we all got COVID. And oh, you all got it. Didn't we you? all yeah. got it. And, oh, um, shit. And Paul and I didn't develop the cough, but Rich did. And Paul and I are the smokers. So there's like, there's little bits and pieces like that. But the thing is, is that if Boris went back onto our screens and told us all, you can't go out again, we'll listen. We'll listen to it. But then, but they need to, they need to relax it a little bit to see what's going to happen because they don't fucking know. Mm. You can't predict this shit. Mm. And Um, um, and the economy, the economy, like people have to fucking work. People yeah. have like the world has to keep ah. turning. So I, there's no, I don't think there's any right answer to any of no. this. I, I, do you so know you, what Jade? I really like that. I, 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 you see, for me, it's when we, and it comes back to when we start taking sides. It's like, can any of us really, with any of these things, know? Like, and so let's stop back. Let's stop hitting each other around the head with mm. if you think you're right about it i i remember watching a debate with stephen fryer and out of this whole board of people he was the one who said look you know the, the most dangerous thing you can be in these times is sure of your own opinion yeah. and so yourself, sure of yourself leave a bit of room for doubt always yeah. there yes. needs to in anyone's uh, thoughts and feelings about anything your tribe that you're Definitely. next to the people you see either side leave for a sure. little space in your mind for doubt because yeah. there is a chance that you could be wrong and it's okay to be wrong just move away exactly. quickly exactly that <laughs> you see the problem I'm, the problem I'm having now is is any time Rich doesn't move for more than a second I think he's frozen again <laughs> so every time he's paying deep and, and concentrated attention to what Jade's saying and what Chris is saying I'm thinking has he gone? Is he gone? <laughs> no, 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 no. He nodded. He nodded. Because uh, oh, no, normally you know when it's frozen because it, it always gets you in a really shit position. Like mate, yours froze beautifully. You had oh, a you, smile mate. on your face. Oh, uh, right. Well, we found your obituary photo. That's what we found. Because <laughs> when you froze, like, Pip, Pip was like that. <laughs> and, <it was> like, <laughs> and that normally is that. And then like, what makes me laugh is the way that we're all having to end these Zoom meetings now. You kind of go, oh, yeah, it's been really cool to see yeah. you. Really cool. Nice one. You take care. See there's you someone later. going. And then it's like, like <laughs> how would you get out of this then? That's like, my favourite thing yeah, of like, every... <laughs> and, and everyone can go and enjoy this now, but every time Stu does a video on the hardcore list in Instagram, if it's a live one or whatever, they all start with him looking a little bit cross-eyed as he's trying to start it. And then they all end <laughs> with him doing exactly the same, just getting really close. Looking confused. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like frozen stop. now. Hello. Yeah. Here he is. Yeah. Here he is. Um, Chris, uh, 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 we should talk about the rescheduling of this because we had to oh, reschedule because you couldn't move. How, oh, how yeah. was that? What went on? Basically, I don't know how far you want to go back like Chunk did in the Goonies, um, but basically, <laughs> um, I have had a history of back issues not not the worst certainly not and I, i'm very grateful that i haven't had to have surgery but i've had back issues like since about 16 and doing something incredibly embarrassing on palmer's college sports field but um every few years now it goes into spasm and mine went into spasm thursday morning and i was just i was fucked i like, mm. like I, I woke up at like um half eight no eight o'clock i had to do some work at 10 Ten to nine, my back spasmed, and I was. Did you feel just like, like cramp? Was it like cramp? 
sort of thing. Oh, uh, mate, yeah. I, I really wish intense. it was. I have it in my knee. I have the oh. same thing. And it renders me useless for a couple of days. Oh, yeah. It's like, angry. Oh, 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 oh. And, then, and then you know that you're... Oh, shit, what's that? What's that, then? That music. Oh, this is suspense. What yeah, the fuck's like going it. on? Is it music? No. Sounds like you're playing Street Fighter. <laughs> fuck. Anyway, I'm back. Sorry. You're back. So you, yeah. So your knee's gone, and then you know for a few, you're going to be out for a few days, Jay. Basically, yeah. It's crazy. I laugh at it, even when it's really painful. Like I remember walking, like my girl, I woke my girlfriend up because it set, it, it, it happened, and it, I knew it, it was painful, but it wasn't too bad. And then I was like, I've got to move, and I stood up and I just yelled out and woke her up. And then I God, walked that must have been into- terrifying. <laughs> I walked back into the bedroom and I'm laughing, but I couldn't, I was like, I was like a penguin and that was it. And like, uh, yeah, so that was why I couldn't do it on Friday, guys. I was, I was absolutely man down. How was that though? Again, we've talked about people taking their own choices and being responsible in this situation. Normally you'd probably go and see a physio, but what counts as an emergency (sighs) and what counts as essential. So yeah, yeah, what was your kind of your thought pattern and all that? My, the person I, I the funny thing is I kind of when it spasmed I knew I knew I had one coming really I know it sounds silly but since it's, I, I know what happens with my I've got a disc in the mid in the middle of my spine I've had lower back problems but this is in the middle self-inflicted snowboarding being a rad dude I'll tell you all about that another day <laughs> and um and every every few years I need it, this disc massaged a little bit so it it's, it forms straight and I know it's been rubbing on my rib cage for mm, like since sure. isolation and it's uncomfortable but then you forget about it but i i haven't really been able to get it sorted as quick as possible so when it went into spasm i was kind of like you know i know i know what i've got to do here is not drink and get fucked up with you guys mm. until, we, <laughs> until like uh, i can sit up so i remember like um for, i think i told you pip on that i still had to do some work i had to speak to some solicitors but i bet they didn't know I was lying on my bedroom floor, covered in a duvet, just in my pants, holding <laughs> three solicitors. And I just thought, this is quite comical. Yeah, you, see, you, you, you see, when he told me, though, I imagined it was a Zoom call and he's done like a background <laughs> on his floor of like a window and some, some books on the wall. <laughs> Perfect. Just here I am at my desk. <laughs> lying down on his library rug. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah. He's got a poster up in the background. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you get it. dressed do you, when you're doing these things, or when you're doing? You have to talk to someone. I, I, I know. I, I the other day I, I, I had a shower because I, I, I've still been getting showered and deodorant and all that shit. But I always get dressed and ready for the thing because I don't. I know other people have done it in their pajamas, and I just cannot. Yeah, I cannot do it. Because I'm not in the right mindset then yeah. to have a chat. Stu, you do, didn't you? You like to get like all done up and ready for the day, don't you? I'll, I'll get up and yeah, I'll, I'll get up and have a shower in the morning. Yeah, but um, <laughs> this is one of this is one of the first Zoom calls I've had with Stu where he's not laying down. He's normally yeah. got his little laying down spot on his sofa that he loves for his Zoom calls. <laughs> but um, in, in, interestingly, um, Chris and I have done a hardcore listing with. Um, uh, a guy called Sam from the Tudor Chat podcast, uh, and and he said something that I thought was really sweet. And it, it was this was probably about sort of three or four weeks ago, and he was like, "Oh man," he said, "It's it's, it's so nice. I've been really looking forward to just chatting to some other people. I got like 
really hyped about it this morning and got out of the shower and put some aftershave on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing. I don't and I just thought that was really cool. Just put some aftershave on to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. And it's um, when I've been recording mine, I always I get dressed for it. I do my hair. They can't even see me. It's not even video. I put aftershave on because, like you say, psychologically now I'm in a position. Where I'm, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, because I've done I've done it before and I've just I haven't been able to think straight because I've just been doing it. I've been sat in my underwear and it you know like, you don't normally talk to people like that. or people say like if you're doing voiceovers and you have like sometimes you have to smile when you're doing it because it changes. Yeah, people can people can tell that you're smiling when you're Content. talking and it's yeah. a, you know there's all these things and I think you know there's a it's really easy in this situation to let yourself fall into these traps of becoming a bit bit more slovenly and a bit of a slob and you know and it, and I don't you know I don't think that does that's not good for your mental health mm. you know like they say like part of part of dealing with depression like you get up and you make yes. your bed and make shit like bed. that and it, yeah. just, you know get up in the morning have a shower clean your teeth have a, have a breath do your bits you know have a scrub under have your, a wash your around the bits exactly you know and that and it it, it it puts you in a different mindset you know and it's, I think it's important I, I, I'm a big believer of that, but weirdly, and I'm not sponsored by these people, but here we go. I, I bought. I, I've been looking for a new boxer short range that I like, and I've spent years, so many years looking, that like Molly's like when I met, I pointed out there was holes in these boxer shorts. There's <laughs> 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 no lies in that. Like she's literally like the other day, she's like, mate. I mean, how long have I been going on about these? I was like, right, okay. And I went and bought some, and these boxer shorts are just perfect. And, what are they? Um, what are they? They're, they're called Beaufort and Blake, and they do, they're not like skin tight. They're like old school boxer shorts, but they've got beautiful patterns. They're really well made, and they're like a high quality short. And yeah. since I got them the other day, that's all I'm wearing, Rich. That's all I'm wearing. And I feel like it's a suit. Because they're yeah. so well made, and <laughs> I live in a flat, and and I have no shame because there, there must be about four floors opposite me. You, you don't and, need to explain that. We know. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. If, that's my. If, if, but, if you're unsure if Chris has, has shame, go back to, to previous drunk casts and yeah. uh, <laughs> fill your boots. I, that I put those on, and I, I have a wash, shower, do all the all that stuff, make my bed because I think that's important. Have breakfast. And start my day in those boxer shorts, and they're so nice. I feel like that's like my suit w- going to w- work. I wonder if that's how, how, how Molly envisioned it playing out. <laughs> Would you please replace the boxer shorts that have got holes in? He's finally replaced them. He stopped wearing all his other clothes now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I just can't win. He's not wearing anything else. We spoke uh, about this the other day, didn't we, Chris? We was talking about um, when he's like um, you. you your boxer shorts, like when have they? What's the kind of threshold of when they've really perished? And and it is that moment when the hole is big enough that one of your bollocks goes through it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, same with socks. Same give with them, socks. Give them to your mum; she can use them as dusters. If you've got, <laughs> if you've got to a point where one of your bollocks is hanging out of your underwear, like Tom Cruise up a lift shaft. <laughs> that's, that's when it's got to go. That's when they've got to go. But Mate, why I'm... is it, why is it, why is it that underwear, particularly boxer shorts, are really good at, like, be, becoming cleaning utensils? Like, <laughs> what, what is it, what is it about the, 
the worn the, fabric. Yeah, the integrity Jersey. of the underpant that is no good to wear, but it brings your windows up lovely. Why don't you, like, when we saw out this whole uh, this whole uh, Black Lives Matter thing, mate. After that, we'll get onto that next. Finally, figure out. <laughs> I'm genuinely going through. There was one thing that I never mentioned um, on on the drunk cast. One of the first ever ones, if not the first one, about my holiday from hell, where um, uh, I lost oh, my suitcase. Yeah. We lost our suitcase and, and, and all of that. The one of the low points. I don't know why I never brought up on that podcast was obviously the moment where I had one pair of pants uh, because obviously our, our case didn't arrive. Now, a low point that nobody ever needs to experience is their father-in-law going, here you go, mate, you can borrow these if you want. Oh, no! No, no, oh. no, no. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Your nuts have rubbed was, on the same cloth. It was a thong. I've I've genuinely had to have a panicked conversation before because a partner has been around my house and and looked in the bin and found an absolutely destroyed pair of pants and has been like, what the fuck happened here? What the fuck happened? But I, with pants and socks, if I'm taking them off at the time I'm taking them off to go to bed or to get changed or get shower, if I see a hole... I'll rip them in two because uh, then yeah. I have to get new ones. Yeah, yeah, then I, yeah. I, I don't, otherwise I'll never remember. I'll keep washing them and yeah, wearing yeah, them and yeah. that have holes. If I see a hole, bang, I'll rip them in two, put, put them in the bin, have to get new ones. What's wrong with you, you fucking pervert? Why not just put them in the bin? Why not? I'll take them out, mate. I'll take oh. them out in an emergency. <laughs> you know it. I live on my own, as if I do a wash, unless it's really necessary. Flick off a few baked beans. <laughs> yeah. I see it if I'm like, oh, they've got some, they've got some life in them. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that ice cream or semen? I don't know what it is. <laughs> Tastes weirdly, like guys, semen. <laughs> weirdly, guys, I'm not normally taking my pants off in the kitchen. It's normally in my bedroom <laughs> bin or my kitchen or my bathroom bin. So there it is. But don't have a load of. I don't get too busy. But yeah, I'll rip them in two. And uh, having to explain that without seeming like... Oh, again, as you as you can tell now, without seeming like an absolute psychopath is <laughs> nigh on impossible. Have you ever tried to put a sock on and your foot just rips through, the, like rips most of the sock off and you're holding yeah. on to the end of it? Yeah, yeah I've done that a few good times. Work, and it? I'm like, I, I've definitely had these socks for too long. You see, th- <laughs> this is a big... Again, Stu and Chris will know, but... Um, a Rich and Jade might not, and certainly a few of the listeners might not. But Stu and Chris will know. I have number. I have numbered socks, and they add up to the number five. So I'll always be wearing either a two and a three, or a four and a one. And people can st- do maths. Yep. Yeah, well, why? What's all that? What's or, thinking or a five and a blank, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> can I? Can in I case, add that? In case Chris absolutely in, in case one Chris, sock. In, in case Chris has over overestimated anyone. I've known you a long while, Pip. You know, yeah. we, we, we'd known each other a long time when we was in Soho. Oh, it's great. To, to do the drunk car. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, many years ago. And, and Chris brought up your socks. And I was like, what? And he went, yeah, he wears like two different socks. Well, but... I said he used to wear. I said oh, he right. used yeah, to yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they add up to five. And I was like, fuck off. But they've got then... numbers on them. Yeah, yeah. so... Where, so the, it gets it gets even weirder. Again, I'm not helping 
myself here. I've talked about me incredible Hulk in my pants on my own in my in my bathroom, and now. But so it started. Uh, one year I just got some socks at Christmas that were numbered one to seven. So it's a pair for each day of the week. And my lucky number's five. So I started wearing, I got rid of the six and the seven. F- fuck those guys. Um, I mean, I used them. I'm, I'm in the bin. No, no, no. I used them, but I didn't wear them. Um, <laughs> so so I started doing that. But then obviously, as Chris said, there's a point where you put your foot through your sock. So I went, I thought I'll go and buy some more and I couldn't find any. Oh. So, so now it's become a tradition that the thing my mum gets me for Christmas is she takes some blank, pla- some blank black socks to a woman who does like embroidery and she it stitches numbers into these socks for what me. Brilliant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Absolutely psychotic. But um, if, if, she, if, if she forgets one year that that's her duty as a mum, like it's it's my main present. It's the main thing I'm after from every year. If she forgets one year, then my socks will have as many holes in them as you can imagine. Because I, I can't just go out and buy a pair of socks. This needs a lot of work. I can't just go. I'll replace these. It's like well, I'm I'm all out. I'll go back into the the reserves. But yeah, yeah. You're, you're saying this like this is so normal. <laughs> like it's <Yeah>. normal. <laughs> like it's normal. <laughs> the best oh thing was you know, when guys. we had this discussion. Oh. The last time I knew you had numbered socks, we must have been say 20s which was weird anyway for 15 yeah. years later for it to come up in a news agent in soho and then you went still do it it exploded in that news agent i could not believe screaming my eyes and shouting <laughs> and the news agent must be what the fuck is going on here <laughs> oh my god excellent and you know what pip you're confident with it as well and that's great <laughs> i'm stuck with it oh this i mean I've 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 got a weirder one. In fact, I might hold off on that until no, Chris no, gets no, back. No, 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 no. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, wait yeah, until yeah. Chris gets back because he'll right. really enjoy it. Because this one, right. I've got no valid explanation, or like it's really, <laughs> I'm, I probably need some help. But I want to give an <laughs> oh. I want to give an update to Stu and if, and and any listeners. So basically, on the first of these isolation drunk casts, I told. Brett and, R- and Ramesh about the fact I had a mouse in my house and he'd been he'd been eating my protein powder, so I had this, this big this big muscly mouse that I was going to have to to try to <laughs> to get rid of. On the last drunk cast, I updated people. I caught it. I had these humane mouse traps. Caught it. I, I went and released it, but it came to mind because of Chris jumping up with his bad back and screaming at his missus, scaring the life out of her when they're asleep, but. I've left a couple of these humane mouse traps out because I like my house is over a hundred years old. There's going to be some little nooks and crannies. It's got wood floors, so on and so forth. Um, so me and my partner were in, in bed a week ago. So this is after we've, we've got rid of protein mouse as he was, was dubbed. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a hero on social media. Um, I got rid of him and I'd, I'd taken him a little way away as well. Cause I didn't want him to come back. Because I knew he could get over fences and all sorts. He's fucking you have to tense, take him so... a mile, uh, You have to take him a mile and a half away from your. Well, what I did was I, I walked. It might have been a mile. I gave a fair old walk, but I went across a manor way. What you going to say? I gave a fair old throw. <laughs> no, because I thought I thought he's not going to he's not going to cross the manor way. But so me and my partner in bed the, the other night, and like a psychopath, I'm laying there, and we're about to fall asleep, and I think I think I can hear. I think I can hear a mouse in the trap. And again, that seems absolutely psychotic because how would I have picked up? It's in the kitchen 
I'm upstairs, but I think I'm going to go and have a look and see if there's another mouse. So I go downstairs, and there is. It's a different mouse. It's a bigger mouse. Are you fucking? So obviously the one that trained him, and then, (laughs) but but then I I I I go back upstairs and not thinking again. Chris, you left the room for a second, but it came to mind because of you clearly scaring Molly as you jumped up and screamed with your bad back. But I go back upstairs and I go to my partner. Do you want to go for a walk? <laughs> and she thought someone had died. She thought something <laughs> horrific had happened because I'd randomly gone downstairs. But obviously I wanted to go and release the mouse. And then I revealed it and we went again, again for a walk. I went to the same place I released a protein mouse and we went to release it glanced up and there's just a fox sat there looking at us <laughs> so, so, so we went across the road because we can't just <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't just be a deliveroo for this fox. <laughs> did you order a mouse it's a big one <laughs> i remember years ago i had the same thing so i got in from a gig I was, it was about 4 a.m and i went oh, i better check all the we lived in this wooden house in the woods so and I, we had all these we had all these little mice running around and I, I checked the traps before I went to bed and I found one in the trap and I went, right, I can't, I'm not going to leave it. So I, I went in the car and I remember they said, you've got to take it an hour and a half, uh, hour and a, half a mile and a half away from your house. Otherwise they can find their way back. So I drove off into the night and I ended up at this park and I've got the, I've got the mouse in its trap on the car, on the passenger seat of the car. And I get to the park and I'm like, right. And I'm chatting away to it go, right little man, we're at the park. So, I let you go in, <laughs> and I I opened the door of the car and I picked up the trap, but I kind of I opened the, the door of the trap too early, and the mouse the mouse jumped out, but then jumped in the car, and it's four a.m. It's dark, and I I had to sit and wait. I'm like, have I? Is it gone? Or have I, is it in the car? I'm stood there. It's four a.m. I'm a, I'm a bloke in the park at four a.m. Get a knock on the window. I love the idea. I love the idea that you get out to go and look, and he drives off. <laughs> <laughs> he did get back in, and you don't know how to. You've got a mile and a half away. You can't. You can't find your way back. That's it. Take me ages. You're not a mouse. <laughs> Protein mouse oh. would have had your motor in no time. <laughs> oh man! But this is what happens when you give a shit. You end up in these situations where, mate, yeah, you know. it's it's mad. I talked about it in on on this other one. I had to go to four different places and then order f- from Amazon and wait a week because nowhere had humane mouse traps. Really? Everywhere, even the pet shops, all had ones that will kill it. And I was like, yeah, I don't well. want to. I don't want to kill it. It's fucking. Nah. There's. There's some building work going on in some fields. Some flats are being put up in some fields behind mine. So I'm like, well, that's pr- probably what's happening. There's a load yeah. of animals. They can put that a deposit being... on down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll be his reference. <laughs> I'll be his guarantor. Yeah, he's a good tenant, Uncle Van. No, he's a mate. as The dedication he puts into his workouts and his diet, I couldn't not vouch for him. He looks after himself, takes care of his environment. Pays his taxes. He's a good lad. He's a good lad. You go to the pub with him, he's fucking great. We had a one on the Manor Road the other day. He's a blinder. (laughs) 
You've been listening to Scroobius Pips Distraction Pieces. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's 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 pause it there. I think you've had enough for episode two. I think we're gonna end on another cliffhanger and have you gagging to hear an update on Protein Mouse. Um, and maybe other members of Protein Mouse's gym. But for that you're gonna have to tune in for episode three, aren't you? Um yes. Episode three is wonderful it gets emotional it gets beautiful it's wonderful so yeah that'll be out in a bit and i'll see you then ta-ta